0: Welcome to the Addison Reads audio blog. If you crave to raise children that love to read, to build a library of resources in your home to help you take purposeful action as a parent, and to connect with your children unlike ever before, welcome home. You have the power to be a purposeful parent. You just have to look to your bookshelf. My name is Sam, and I am your intentional, kid-lit tour guide. Hello, you purposeful parents, you meaningful mamas, you determined dads. Yes, that was alliteration and I am super proud of it. So I am Sam and I am here to talk to you guys about something that has caused me to do this podcast episode a little bit differently than I do all the other ones. Normally, I have a pre-prepared blog posts that I'm just reading from or you know gleaning information from but this time I felt this conviction this necessity to grab my microphone and record right now I've got some bullet points so I will stay on track for you guys but this is a really important emotional topic for me that I felt um, in order to give you the most authentic version of this I wanted to tell you in my own you know true and live words, let's say. Um, Seriously, I was at the gym. um, I had an incident happen this morning that related to this topic and I was at the gym and I was like, okay, when I get home, I'm just going to go for it. So I've written an outline so we will stay on track, but today I'm talking to you guys about why I get vulnerable and admit my mistakes to my child. I feel a little nervous about talking about this. I'm not even going to lie because it is it's vulner- vulnerable to even say this on a podcast, to admit admit it to you guys, but I think through my own experiences and my own truths and my struggles and my perseverance and, and things like that, I think that I can um, encourage you if nothing else. So um, I want to give you guys a little bit of background into who I am on a personal level, um, both as it relates to motherhood and just as like just me as a person, just Sam. Um, Sam before a kid even. So I have always been a perfectionist big time. I like things to be ordered. I like um, routines and consistency. I like things to be perfect. I I had all A's in high school and throughout my entire life, as far as I remember. I was the valedictorian of my high school. Like, I, you know, checked all the boxes of things. I had an awesome boyfriend who turned out to be my husband, things like that. Um, And so I've tried to live, like, this idealistic, perfect life. Um, And the first time that that was really challenged was when I went to college, um, I went to a very rigorous college, it's called Harvey Mudd, and it's in Claremont, California, so if you are looking to be an engineer or anyone in the STEM field, go check that place out if you are ready to be pushed to the limits, to the max, and just admit and come face to face with this perfectionist side of yourself. So uh, there were countless times where I realized that, hey, (laughs) I'm not perfect after all, Uh, whether it be the grades that I got on assignments, working in group projects, anything, um, you know, social aspects, all sorts of things made me realize that life is not about perfectionism. It's more so about how you handle the fact that you're not perfect the mistakes that you make um, and just different pitfalls in life and I distinctly remember one of my best friends she has always been extremely honest with me even if it hurts a little bit because it's things that I need to hear and I remember her telling me almost like clear as day, and this had to have been like five or six years ago, she told me something that I did wrong. I don't remember if it was for an assignment or for whatever it was. It might have been like friends or something, you know? Um, But she said, Sam, you are not good at admitting mistakes and you're not good at like letting someone criticize you and that that kind of hurt especially as someone who didn't do well with criticism I was like whoa clearly you hate me clearly I'm the worst person ever let me go sulk in my room for an hour and just stew on the fact that I'm not perfect and I you know make mistakes and I don't want to tell anybody that I do them wrong and blah 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 and that has been something that I've realized is like a problem that I have but it's not I'm not unique in that way. I know that a lot of us struggle with this concept of not being perfect, but also not being able to admit it, to call up a friend and say, this happened to me today. I made a mistake and I am sorry if it's relevant or, you know, I just want to talk about it. It's not easy to admit failure to people. I think we like to, especially in this age of social media and things like that, It's we want to show people the perfect side. We want to show them our highlight reel, whether it be online or just talking a conversation like we don't want to bring people down with what we did wrong and we don't want to admit it we want to put on this facade and I think that I've always fallen you know into that trap as well but something that I've been working on um, and I will always be grateful to that friend for being so honest about that because from that moment and I really can pinpoint that specific moment from that time I have worked on my ability to take criticism and to admit my mistakes. And, you know, relating this to motherhood, so fast forward a few years, um, we had our daughter and she, from the moment she was born, I've always spoken to her like she was, you know, she could understand what I was saying. So my mom made this comment once that I talked to her like an adult um, and she was like five months old. And that's the truth. That's just how I've been with her. I tell her everything I'm thinking because... Her existence has made me a better person and has kind of allowed me to work on this vulnerable side of myself. And so there are so many stories I could tell you just about, you know, different situations that I've talked to her about, even if she doesn't really understand me. I remember... This has nothing to do necessarily with admitting mistakes, but we were at a Target together, her and I, and we had bought all these things. And on the bottom of the cart, we had a new, uh, I think it was like a toaster and it was like a $10 toaster, right? So we got through uh, the checkout, we were on our way to the car and I noticed, I was like, I don't think they rang this toaster up because it wasn't in a, in a basket or in the basket and it wasn't uh, you know, in a little, what does it call Plastic bag, Right. Um, It wasn't in a plastic bag, so I was like, I don't think they rang it up. I looked at the receipt, you know, there you go, they didn't ring it up. And so, you know, she's like eight months old and I'm telling her, I'm like, okay, we're going to go back into the store because I want to make sure that we are honest with them and show them that they didn't ring this up. You know, it's 10 bucks, sure, I could walk away and not feel, you know, I I didn't like bankrupt Target, but this is about honesty and integrity. And I was telling her this out loud and I probably look like such a fool um, to, you know, all these like passerbys, but in In my opinion, uh, it's important to include your children in in these kinds of uh, learning experiences that are happening in your own life or in their lives, and just being truthful with them. So I think that's where this concept of telling her the truth in an adult fashion um, about mistakes or about what's going on in life. So, that's just a little bit of history, I guess, into who I am and what I've been working on on a personal level, and I want to tell you guys some stories that have prompted my um, choosing to tell you about getting vulnerable and admitting mistakes to your kids, and then I want to tell you why you should admit them in the first place. So I have three stories for you, and these are all super hard for me to talk about because they're mistakes and they're failures in my in my life and in uh, my motherhood. So uh, the one that prompted this uh, post and podcast episode is today my daughter uh, locked herself in my bedroom and I was so mad. I was I was in a fit of rage and I am not typically a yelling mom. I'm not a person that yells often. I have other ways of being angry, which I can tell you about in a second story. Um, but I'm normally more calm and, you know, I can coax her to open the doors, no problem. But today, I don't know what it was, but today I was a yelling mom. I was freaking out that she was in my bedroom. Even though she was safe, nothing was going to happen. I was able to open the doorknob if I wanted to with, you know, a a screwdriver. It was going to be okay. Nothing catastrophic. But I reacted in the worst possible way and I yelled at her and... She uh, eventually came out and we went off and got in the car. And before I started the car, I noticed that we weren't necessarily sinking. Normally we're joking, we're having fun, we're talking. She's just kind of sitting in the back seat. And I told her, I was like, hey, Addison, I want to talk to you. You know, before I started the car, it's nice and quiet. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I yelled at you and, you know, she's only three years old, so she, or almost three, so she's not necessarily fully comprehensive into what I'm saying, but I know she understood at least part of it, because she said, mom, you yelled at me, and I was like, I know, I know I yelled at you, and I feel terrible about it, and I'm really sorry, mom does not want to yell at you, mom wants to, you know, be kind to you, like I always tell you to be kind to others, and I'm really sorry, I reacted in a very bad way and if this happens in the future i won't do that again and i told her that and i told her i make mistakes and i was honest with her and i felt great afterwards i mean for the most part i still felt like gosh i'm a terrible mom because i'm just screaming at my my daughter but i felt better because i got to tell her and make a learning lesson out of it but also got to to tell her i made a mistake and i failed you in this way and i'm gonna do better and um it, it, felt, it felt good, and I know that she realized and noticed that I took the time to do that, and she appreciated it. She appreciated feeling heard. She appreciated that I stopped life for a second to address something that was clearly bothering her and myself, and I know that she felt it. So that's one story I have for you. Another one is more broad, it's not necessarily like a specific incident, but this will happen from time to time. I get really focused on things that I'm doing, whether I'm like reading a book or if I'm doing work or making dinner, whatever I'm doing, I like to not multitask if I can. Uh, But the truth is you've got a kid running around half the time, right? So Sometimes you have to multi multitask, or you have to choose to put something down to pay attention to your to your kid. And so, uh, I often find myself in the trap of ignoring her um, to do whatever it is that I'm doing. You know, she wants to play with me, or she wants to to talk to me. She is in a big stage of saying mommy 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 over and over again and if anybody you if you're listening right now you're at the gym or you're driving like put your hands up I don't care how crazy you look if your kid drives you nuts by saying you you know mom or dad over and over again it's hard but It's just, they're just kids, right? They're not trying to be annoying or frustrating. They're just trying to get your attention. And I will get frustrated in those moments and snap at her or, you know, tell her that I'm doing something and whatever it is that she wants is not important. And what I'm doing is I'm diminishing whatever she's trying to tell me because to her, uh, this might be like the coolest thing ever, right? Like the other day she was um, blowing bubbles in her milk and I told my husband because he was getting frustrated, same thing, just as, just as I was, because she was like, dad, dad, dad. And we were trying to have a conversation and I was like, think about it. This is probably the first time she's ever seeing this happen. And so this is like a huge deal to her. And so I have to remind myself that. And then eventually I will come around and I will say, I'm sorry that I was ignoring you. I'm sorry that I didn't give you the attention that you deserved and you needed. What can I do for you? How can I, you know, how can we do better on this? And I invite her into the conversation and we kind of work through it together. But the nice thing about it is that I'm telling her, like, I hear you, I see you. What's, isn't that something I always say? I always say, see your children. I see you and I'm sorry that I prioritized something else something as trivial as cooking dinner or reading a book even I'm sorry that I prioritize that over you and our connection and I, I I'm not perfect again I will tell you I'm not perfect I do this all the time the ignoring thing um because like I just hyper focus and every time I do admit that mistake to my daughter and I think that Um, obviously I can't like prove it scientifically but I really do think that she takes notice of that and she also apologizes for things more often after we have like a bout of apologizing Um, and it's nice and it's it feels better than just kind of letting it linger and you know ignoring the fact that I just did something that wasn't that great um, and addressing it so it's good it's good for everybody. Okay, the last story that I have is um, I. My husband uh, will laugh at this if he ever listens. I have kind of struggled with like anger problems. Um, like I said, I'm not really a yelling person, but I've been known to throw a chair—not <laughs> like crazy, just like knock it over, or you know, just like slam my hands on the on the table or whatever. Uh, like kind of over the top, just ridiculous. Like as soon as it happens, I'm just like so embarrassed. And this happened one time in front of my daughter. I don't remember like the specific incident or what what was going on that made me so angry, but. Um, Um, I want to say like I threw a ball or something and uh, she saw it happen and I was so I was mortified I was absolutely embarrassed I was like what would I do if my daughter reacted in this way to whatever was going on I would be livid right like I would I, I just showed her that this was okay and yet it's not And we don't, you know, this is not something that we do in our household. And so I had to, um, gosh, what is like the expression? Like I put my tail between my legs, put my head down and I walked over to her and I'm like, mom threw that thing and we don't do that when we get angry. What mom should have done is taken a deep breath. Like I tell her all the time, take a deep breath, just calm down and recenter instead of acting out and throwing something. And what's really nice, and I think that most kids are like this, very empathetic, uh, oftentimes when something like this happens where it's just like I'm just so embarrassed in my behavior, um, she will give me a hug, and she'll say it's okay, Mommy. And that just feels amazing because not only am I getting the opportunity to work on my my personal growth, in admitting my mistakes to another human being, um, I'm getting that reassurance from someone that I love that it's okay not to be perfect. So those are my three stories that I have for you. Just if you can re- if you can relate to any of them, I hope that that helps to kind of make it seem less bad. If it happens to you and to show you that it's okay, my daughter still loves me. She she will tell me after I admit a mistake to her, you know, I still love you, mommy. I I'll always love you. And I like that because um, the reassurance is nice. Okay, so I have three reasons why I think you should admit your mistakes to your kids even though it's really hard. Um, I really, truly believe that vulnerability, showing your children that, you know, when you're crying or when you're mad and how you handle things um, – it it makes a way for deeper connection, and like by by telling them that you failed in some way, whether it has to do with them or not, um, it really just allows them to see more into your heart, and it gives them the opportunity to step up as a person and be forgiving, and just see these personal experiences that you that you're having and relate to them so that connection that you have with your kids is so important and so valuable Um, any way that you can continue to cultivate that and improve that I think you should work on right Um, so admitting your mistakes is a great way to to really allow your children to see your heart see into you and just love you even more Another reason you should admit your mistakes to your kids is that it really helps with your self-improvement. So like I said, if you struggle with admitting um, any mistake that you make to just a person, you know, maybe to your husband, to your wife, to your friends, um, if you have like that pride issue like I used to have and still continue to have to this day, um... This will help with your self-improvement because you're telling this to a child. Most children, um, of course I'm using the word most because I don't want to speak for every child, but most children will make you feel better and will just kind of listen, right? They're sponges. They, They are not as judgmental as maybe other adults so that's like one fear that a lot of us have when it comes to admitting mistakes is the judgment and our kids are often without judgment in that way and so they will you know they'll forgive you they will um welcome you back with open arms depending on the situation and they will help comfort you and that will give you you know it's kind of like a muscle memory thing um, the process of admitting failure or admitting mistakes Uh, it will give you that confidence to say okay i you know i admitted this one to to someone if they are still a human. They might be children, but they're still another human. Um so I can I can do that again in the future with another adult or with a friend. And I'm speaking from personal experience. Like the more that I am vulnerable with my daughter and admit my mistakes to her the more likely I am to tell my friend what happens, um, which did happen today with the whole, um, you know, yelling incident about the door. Uh, after I dropped my daughter off, after we had our conversation where I admitted my mistake to her, I called a friend and I was just like, you know, this happened today and it stinks because I feel like a terrible mom. And that's normally not something I want to share with people because I want to, you know, I, I I don't necessarily want to lie to people, but I don't want to spill all of like the juicy, terrible things that happen that I, you know, feel badly about. Um, but but being vulnerable with my daughter allowed me to do that. And what was nice was that in admitting that mistake to a friend, or, like a third party, she was able to comfort me and relate to me and tell her, tell me her personal stories uh, related to similar incidences, and it just it made me feel good and and allowed me to get rid of that pride and accept the imperfect and ultimately our relationship my friend and I i's, um, is closer too because i'm admitting that mistake and i'm i'm being honest and vulnerable with someone else so they will really help with your self improvement if you take the time to tell the, your mistakes to your children okay and then the last reason is i think that by showing our children that we can we can be honest when we fail. We teach them in a very clear way that they don't have to be perfect, that uh, they just have to be reflective about what they do wrong or you know, different uh, shortcomings that they have and they have to do better. And this lesson is so hard to teach with words, uh, you know. Just like you need to not be perfect, or you know, you don't need to worry about being perfect. Um, and so much easier to, to express through situation, um, or even through books, of course, right? Like anything else, teaching this through books would work too. But um, in the in the moment, showing them like I made a mistake and I feel badly about it, and I. You know, I'm embarrassed that I did this, but I, I know that I can do better and do it right and be a better person, a better mom, a better wife, shows them that they don't have to be a perfect person, a perfect mom or dad or a perfect kid or, or whatever. And what freedom! What freedom are we giving our children when we do that? That is amazing. What a gift to say you don't have to be perfect. You can be honest with people. You can tell them when you fail, and people will accept that and they will love you for it. And it, I, I, I just can't even. Like, I think that in the future, when my daughter's older. She makes a mistake. She throws something. She yells at somebody. She does whatever at school, anything like that that happens, I think that by showing her, by nurturing her in this way and showing her that I'm willing to, to tell her when I make a mistake, I think she is so much more likely to come back to me and do that same thing and reciprocate that and not internalize failures and put that on herself and think that she's not perfect and think that she's not a good person and all those things that we tell ourselves when we don't get honest with people and admit when we do something wrong. So I think that we are giving them a gift when we admit what we do wrong to our children. Okay, so I want to give you guys some calls to action to work on um, related to this. And I think like, how often do we make mistakes in life? It probably happens at least once a day. There are those like golden days where everything is perfect. You are like the perfect mom, perfect dad, whatever. And you make no mistakes. That Those do happen, but they are so much far less than the... Than the ones with mistakes so here are some things that, that you can that I want you to do I want you to show your children your true self and show them your flaws show them the things that are great about you show them the, the places that you are working on and your shortcomings I want you to show them how you fail and how you succeed and let them into your self-reflection so that they can model after that I want you to admit when you're wrong to them or to other people and be willing to wholeheartedly bear your heart cry get vulnerable tell the whole truth to them be honest with your kids and let them see you and I want you to admit your mistakes to your children whether they have to do with them or not whether it has something to do with work you know you made a mistake in work or you made a mistake with a friend or you made a mistake on the on the drive from school you flipped somebody off or something admit that mistake to your children okay maybe you know you censor it if necessary but um tell them how you're improving and how you're working on yourself and show them how you react to situations of mistakes and what you do about it and i promise you you are going to see that that vulnerability is going to open up connections with them it's going to help with your own self-improvement and it is going to teach them that they don't have to be perfect and they too can admit when they fail to others I hope this was encouraging to you guys, and good luck with everything. I'm going to go try to feel like a better mom and do better today for my daughter. This has been an episode from the Addison Reads audio blog. Be sure to head over to our website, addisonreads.com, to read the blog posts in full, download free resources, and join the Intentional Book Club. As always, happy reading.